0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up? This is Creative Banter. Hey guys! This is Madeline. And Harley. And Heather. And we are three photographers hosting Creative Banter. We want to bring a voice to the obstacles and topics that small
1: and creative business owners have while working towards success. Um, if you could give us a little bit of background about who you are, what your business is, how you got established, and what you're passionate about.
2: You bet. Uh, yeah, my name is Mark Haney. Uh, I own something called Haney Biz. We're helping entrepreneurs be entrepreneurs, and we're really focused on our, our hometown, back in the hometown entrepreneur, with capital, expertise, and, a, and an entrepreneurial community and an investor community, so... I have that uh, I have a motto that says put your money where your town is so that's what we're all about is here in the Sacramento region Northern California that's what we're doing is uh, just helping entrepreneurs and it's a crazy time isn't it yeah. yes yeah uh, oh, what, I guess the question was uh, how I got started so yeah my entrepreneurial career began with um, newspaper route back uh, several years ago um, video stores <laughs> you two probably don't remember video stores
1: oh I do we have one in the town where I live. There's still one of
2: them. Yes. I don't was like, my the last of the Mohicans. Huh? That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> video stores. Uh, and then we moved to security um, and pivoted hard, pretty, pretty hard into security and video security. I uh, sold my companies uh, several years ago. And then that's when I began investing. Um, so now I'm invested into, I don't know, maybe 40 companies here in Sacramento. Um, I love that. So yeah, I spent a lot of time around entrepreneurs.
1: I love what you're doing with like the Sacramento area. Cause like, okay, I grew up in Northern California and like Northeastern California. I don't know if you know where Quincy is. Quincy. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up, there and the running joke is like nobody wants to go to Sacramento because it's not a great place but I love like hearing like all the new stuff that's coming to that area
2: yeah it's uh it's improving there's uh you know the Sacramento Kings have been really the only game in town now we have a professional yeah. soccer team there's a lot of development going in downtown I actually live in one of the suburbs you uh, since you're familiar with northern California you know Roseville probably yeah yeah yes. okay I live in a town I'm, I'm in Rockland right now, and my office is in Rockland, but I, um, I, I live in Loomis. I don't know if you know Loomis, really tiny kind of town. I do.
1: Okay. Loomis is like the cutest little town. It's so cute. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So, you guys got a podcast going. Is your podcast geared toward entrepreneurship, or what's the, what's the main focus? So, I want to make sure I'm uh, helping your audience if I can.
1: Um, it's geared towards creative businesses. So a lot of the businesses are entrepreneurs. Some mm-hmm. aren't, um, but a lot of them are. Okay. Um, so, like photographers, web designers, graphic designers, voice actors screen actors
2: oh wow all that a fun stuff. group it yeah. is a blast we have so much fun doing this are you an actor are you uh uh are you involved in film we are both photographers oh photographers yeah gotcha. yep. yes <laughs>
1: All right, are you ready for we asked five questions to every guest I don't know if you saw what they were on I did, but the I forgot them, So anyway. go ahead
2: just uh, I'll try to remember
1: okay what's your favorite curse word
2: oh yes I do remember that question that was <laughs> funny um, <laughs> lately it's been F-bombs right and I'm normally not the guy that's dropping uh, you know a lot of foul language I have uh, grandchildren I don't want maybe I'm doing podcasts and on stuff like this I don't want people hearing me you know I don't need people playing Back some old man cussing. So, <laughs> uh, I've broken my uh, my rule since the coronavirus started. I've, uh, I've <laughs> ranting and, and so on. So, I would say I don't have one until recently. Um, maybe dropping a few too many f bombs. It's so, appropriate uh, around, my, around my team, though not uh, not on the air or not in front of uh, not in front of women or children too much. So. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay. What is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning?
2: Interesting. So I guess uh, it would be uh, go out to uh, my family room, dining room area, and drink some lemon water. That's a part of my routine. Grab a cup of coffee and then go sit in front of the TV and drink it watching CNBC. So I like to watch the financial news as an investor and I'm, I'm just trying to stay up on what's going on in the economy. So and I've been but I've been doing that same type of thing for a long time. So it's just part of uh, my waking up in the morning, my meditation time.
0: Nice. I love that. Um, I do lemon water in the mornings too
2: You do? Well, okay, here's the other thing I added recently uh, Is apple cider vinegar Have you heard of that? I've heard that's really good I hear it's really good for like um, I don't know Helping you uh, Well, you know, if I have a couple of Bud Lights the night before I got to clean out the system a little bit, right? It's supposed to be good for your uh, uh, digestion and so on So So
1: is cranberry juice Oh, yeah (laughs) I need to take that up. I love cream. It's my favorite kind of juice. Um, Okay. So if you were not doing what you do now, then what would you be doing?
2: Interesting. So are you talking about right at this moment or for a living?
1: Like for a living.
2: Oh, for a living. That's interesting because I was I was a security camera salesman. We had got up to uh, hmm. a few hundred employees, right? So I was leading a group of salespeople selling security stuff all over the country. Um, and I loved it. And then we sold the company. And then what am I going to do? And, and I know that I sort of like being a CEO, but now I'm turned back into like an investor. So there's presidents of all of our companies. But if I wasn't being the investor guy, I think I would like... To maybe go back and be a CEO Um, it's higher stress so I I, it's probably good that I'm not doing that right now I'm more helping people which is you know a little more uh, easy on the uh, stress level because I think right now especially (laughs) with the coronavirus I mean people are worried about feeding their families and their employees and I have employees so I'm stressed about that but we're um, you know, we're not as stressed as maybe some company that's thinking about going out of business, right? Because there's a lot of people right now, they're like, whoa, how bad? I'm invested into restaurants that have, you know, they're struggling. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know that I would want to be a CEO today in, in some businesses. So <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, unrelated to the five questions. So what? Like what does being an investor like truly mean? So you said it's like lower stress than being a CEO. So what does that really
2: mean? Well, I think it's lower stress because I call the the CEO, I think of them as the operator. And when you're the operator, you... Uh, you know, think of yourself. Uh, you know, say you own a restaurant, or you own any company, and, and you've got to put out fires like uh, you know disputes between employees. Um, how fast to grow? Do I borrow money, or do I uh, you know bootstrap it? How much do I raise money? All these. Dilemmas. I'm able to go. Well, here's some experience that I've had. Here's what I, how I might do it. But I'm not responsible for the decision. So uh, the stress level about making decisions that are affecting other people's lives. I mean, that's more stressful than being more of an advisor.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Um, how do you take your coffee?
2: <laughs> um, one sweet and low, non-fat milk. Uh, If I go through Starbucks, I'm usually doing iced coffee. If I'm drinking it at home, it would be hot through the um, Keurig.
1: Nice. I love that.
2: (laughs) It's like so specific. (laughs) Okay, I go through the drive-thru at... starbucks and they they recognize my voice i was going in right and i don't and I'm doing the mobile order but i walk into starbucks everybody knows me they know my order i'm so predictable so that's i'm very routine <laughs> oriented right? you know that's what am i do, love right so
1: yeah mm. okay um so oh. who or what inspired you before you started doing all of this
2: I've been inspired by a number of people my son I guess was probably my biggest inspiration he was in the Marine Corps he uh, got shot in Afghanistan and so you think about people like that or even people who today are walking into hospitals trying to help people through the coronavirus and so on there are people that are doing things very very important in their life right these are you know these are important for society and so I kept thinking myself what can I do that's important and I think helping entrepreneurs helping small business people that is an important thing entrepreneurs are the answer to uh, many I would say most of the world's problems and uh, whether you're making a movie that inspires people or helping people with their advertising um, you're out there risking for the good of humanity and I think you know so what can I do I can't, I don't know anything about medicine I am not uh, I'm too old to uh, you know carry a weapon into, into combat so what can I do and I had some experience building businesses it's like okay that's an important calling and so I have to do something that ultimately makes my son proud
1: I love that so much. We haven't gotten that as an answer before, but that,
2: I love it. Beautiful. Not too many people have uh, had a, uh, a family member go into combat and, um, you know, watching them, you, you think about this, right? So I, uh, my son, you know, uh, going to combat, I, before he did, uh, I, I rented out the restaurant in 29 Palms and bought brought, bought dinner for all the Marines that were kind of in our inner circle. So about 15 or 20 Marines, their wives, a few children. And here I am, I, co- I used to coach football. And so here I am. Giving a, a motivational pre-game speech to people who are <laughs> going into combat. Right, the next day they're actually going to be fighting, and it's like, wow, you know, because where they were going, most dangerous place in Afghanistan, and here I am. I'm supposed to uh, uh, give the uh, post-dinner uh, toast, and uh, and so we do that very touching moment with people who are like my. My husband's probably going to be getting shot at tomorrow. Uh, My kid's going to be getting shot at. And then the next morning we all get up and I just remember um, the buses go around, you know, are leaving three, four, maybe six buses. And you're like tomorrow, these guys are getting on a bus to get on a plane to fly to uh, the most dangerous place in the world to start shooting at people and being shot at. And here I am back with the old people the women and the children it's a very humbling moment uh so you're like okay i've got to do something important in my life
0: wow that's like that's deep <laughs>
1: it, very it difficult is difficult to process yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so we'll go ahead and get started with the questions that I had sent over so um, can you give a quick easy overview of like what the new federal program or programs are like the I think it's the PPP right?
2: right. the PPP is probably the uh, most popular right now it's a payroll protection program any small business that's been affected by uh this coronavirus economically um should apply uh you got to be under 500 employees there's certain revenue thresholds and you apply and it actually becomes a grant which is that's why everybody should do it it's not really a loan um it is a loan if you don't end up making uh, doing the qualifications but i mean it you get to add up uh, your last year's payroll um, and um, you end up getting two and a half months of the average payroll for the previous year. And then you, you apply for it through your bank and then you have to continue to keep your employees on board. uh, But then you get paid back for, you, you get it reimbursed or excuse me, you get, you get a grant from your, from the bank. It comes through the SBA. And that's really one where even uh, somebody like yourselves, I don't know if you guys are sole proprietors or like 1099 type employees or 1099 type of people, but you can apply as well. A solopreneur, a sole com- uh, sole proprietor can also do it. But a lot of people that run in my circles have, um, you know, maybe 20 employees, and, and it's, uh, you know, they're spending. You know, forty thousand a month in payroll, so they'll end up getting two and a half months worth of that forty thousand. So you end up going and getting a grant for a hundred grand, roughly, and it's enough to kind of like get you through because your employees—they're saying keep your employees uh, on the payroll, even though they might not be as fully productive. So it's really a, an interesting program, and but it's been, there's been a lot of confusion. Um, there are banks now that are. You know, saying I can't take any more applicants right now um, because there's basically half the economy is going to the bank right now and saying give me my money. Right, right. They're all getting deadline, yeah. if you will. Right, it's like
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was going to be one of my questions: is that um, if I like, I'm a sole proprietor. So if I apply and use that money to pay myself because I'm the only one working, that would still make it a grant, right?
2: You bet. So apply for okay. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it's limited to a hundred thousand dollars per employee or per, uh, okay. you know, uh, social security number, if you will, if you got, if, you, if you're using your your tax ID number. So, yeah, there's okay. a the limit. Um, so, like, if you and if you have an employee that's uh, making 150 grand, you really can only count the uh, the hundred grand. First, okay.
1: So then they probably wouldn't differentiate between someone being on payroll versus like. Taking an owner's draw if you were like an LLC or corporation?
2: No. Right. So if you're an LLC taking an owner's draw, that would be adequate. But if you're a okay. business owner, but let's say you're a business owner and um, you are paying uh, somebody as a 1099 type, uh, uh-huh. giving them a 1099, you can't count them, right? You can only count yourself. Okay. Right? You can't. Look, there's some people that okay. have like seven, 1099 instead of doing the employee. Right. They're doing like 1099 contractors. Well, the 1099 people have to do their own. So you can't count like seven people, seven different 1099 people. They're, they have to get their own loan or their own grant.
1: Okay. Um, oh, so what... Um advice would you give to business owners who have additional employees that are debating on layoffs or cutting pay or hours so that way they can make it through do you have advice for them
2: yeah I think uh, the first thing is make a make make a short-term plan and maybe a long-term plan um, your short-term plan may include uh, first of all keep calm the one thing that we have to do is you're going to start making some of these really important decisions around survival and um, so you can come out on the other end to thriving um, survive to thrive is what I've been calling it. I think you have to be clear headed. A lot of people aren't getting a lot of sleep right now. They're out of their routines. And it's like, first thing I would say is get yourself into a calm state so you can make rational decisions and have a financial advisor. If you're not a financially oriented person, have a sounding board that really knows numbers and, really take a look at, okay, what are the basics for survival? And what I would say, and that's usually the first couple of months. Ooh. Most of us want to go get the PPP uh, regardless, hang, might as well hang on to your employees to buy yourself a little bit of time. Um, Cause you're going to get reimbursed anyway, if you can afford it. So I would probably lean toward most people are going to end up keeping their employees, um, but not everybody. Cause you have to survive, right? So you don't want, if you can't afford even to pay the employees for the next, three weeks we, you know you're, you're kind of stuck um, yeah create a plan that, uh, that allows you to survive and what I would do is there's a lot of unknown right now right we don't know where our business is going to be in three months and six months or even a year from now as consumer behavior changes I mean it's I mean the world's changing right before our very eyes so what I would do is with your financial person create a forecast or a financial model that kind of takes into consideration maybe uh, some of the unknowns right do a, like a worst case maybe a best case and then maybe like a base case if you have that financial person that can kind of help you pencil what that means okay if i'm breaking even for the next year if i'm making money for the next year if i'm losing money for the next year what does that do to especially if you're losing money it's like what does that do to uh, my ability to pay my rent at home and you know you don't want to run out of money uh, money completely nobody wants to be like destitute and then you're you know you can't make your house payment you can't uh, you know yeah. stuff. so you got to make sure you sort of work backwards from that worst case because I mean the last thing I would want to do if I was advising someone is like don't run yourself off the cliff and like screw up your entire life now you're now you've got your health and you're just your welfare if you don't have a house right so make sure you uh, protect for the worst case
1: mm-hmm. love that and Then, do you know if there's exclusions aside from you saying a business can't include their 1099 employees? But there's exclusions to the type of business that can apply for this.
2: You need to be affected, number one, and you have to be under 500 uh, employees. There's um, there's been some debate on the revenue depending on what industry you're in. So some some people are like I've talked to different attorneys and they're and they're sort of debating. Like, let's say you have a, a company that fits into a certain industry and you're a hundred million in sales um you know you may be disqualified based upon your revenue number most will not though because what they some attorneys are saying revenue number throw that out but the other thing is if you have a business that's uh net worth is over five million or no excuse me 15 million or your last year's Profits, they call it EBITDA um, earnings are over or the average of the last two is over 5 million. Um, so these medium sized companies, some of them are could get kicked out based upon you okay. know, they've been too successful. Uh, but for most mm-hmm. of the people, probably in your audience, I would think uh, it's, it's not lim- It's not going to be limited probably for your audience.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and then do you know if they're requiring any kind of documentation to like proving Tom? Because I know like there's a lot of creative businesses in our area that are in their first year of business. So they may not have like, oh, February of last year, I was making this amount.
2: Yeah, they really. And so if you're, that's interesting. Um, yes, you're going to need to prove all that stuff um and how you go about that is between you and your bank what most people are mm-hmm. doing is show like if you have employees where after you know adp or whoever the payroll processor might be maybe it's an internal uh person um you have to prove your paycheck stubs and payments and all that other people are you know and tax returns are a factor in this so there's um and if you can't prove that stuff then what happens is um, Uh, you probably won't qualify, but then if you end up qualifying, you have to demonstrate that you actually kept your employees and you made the payments out as well. So to get to have it turn into the grant.
1: Okay. Um, And then, so we had a group call last week, um, Madeline and I did, and lots of our creative peers are really stressed out. They're worried about income because we don't qualify for normal unemployment, but I know there's been changes at the federal level um, for unemployment employment income
2: like the cares act would you be able to talk about that at all i would say i'm not an expert in any of this i'm just somebody Mm who's around it a lot right now because so you make yourself an expert i I do have an accounting firm and one of my companies is uh i got cpas running around so we're i'm sort of in in and around the cutting edge but i don't want to put myself as a an expert in terms of uh, human resources and unemployment um i think if you are uh a sole proprietor you're not going to get unemployment that's that's my understanding is you are not eligible for unemployment um if you are and we aren't doing layoffs here but if we were my understanding is that through the CARES Act they they're, they're uh, allowing an extra $600 per worker that gets laid off so okay. um, so they're increasing the benefit to the to the worker so that um, to kind of buy help help them buy a little bit of time because they, I mean this uh, I mean unemployment is scary beginning to skyrocket right now. Um, But it is also interesting. So if you are one of those people that, um, I guess, doesn't have another method of dealing with this and you're just sort of stuck, there's a lot of people that are hiring. So, and maybe it sounds like an, uh, you know, a, a less than glamorous position, but you know there are people hiring that are um, you know delivering groceries and um, working in assembly for you know Amazon and so on so uh, and and you know there are people that are hiring Walmart is hiring and if it's you know if you can't get unemployment you can't get the whatever the 40,000 bucks a year or whatever a couple thousand bucks a month in unemployment I mean uh, you can at least go get a you know go get a job for a little bit making you know making some money because there's a shortage of people that want to walk into offices right now and or right. into businesses and, and work. Um, especially if you've been an entrepreneur, it's like, really? I don't never really pictured going to get a job at Walmart, but well,
1: gotta do
2: what
1: you gotta do yeah yeah um so while I was doing a little bit of research I saw on your website you have these super cool looking hanging with Haney calls
2: I do we 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 we've been doing something called uh, the Haney Biz Huddle and uh it's for entrepreneurs and to to ask to ask questions like what you're asking me now I've been bringing experts uh and uh, you know in, in covering certain topics um I relate to a little bit of a sounding board and a lot of the people though it's it's also a way to just like you're not you don't feel as alone if you're if you're talking to other people right it's like we're all in the same boat we're all working out of our houses I mean I work out of my office cause I own this building but most of us are just you know we're all we don't we're not getting dressed up we're not um I'm not speaking of you but a lot of people are putting on makeup <laughs> uh you know I've had people on the calls there and there's sweats and stuff like it's like yep. who cares right now right
1: yep and then is um <laughs> anyone welcome to join those
2: yes we're asking that they be an entrepreneur but yeah for sure um if you guys want to join or you have somebody that's entrepreneurial i had somebody join yesterday um that was thinking about joining opening up a business and that was kind of interesting so uh, uh-huh. Mary, we'll talk about that a little bit
1: perfect um madeline did you have any questions you wanted to ask yeah so right now
0: it's easy to focus on like everything that could go wrong and the stress and the adjustments we're having to make to you know stay afloat but what's something that you can at least one thing that you're saying that could come from this it's actually really good for business owners um the way that we're having to adjust maybe or the way we're having to think about business differently what's the what's a positive outcome of this yeah
2: i think it's interesting because i think there's uh one thing's it's happening is that we're we're getting better with uh, communicating with technology, um, and I think so. I think this is escalating uh, a lot of what technology has has been promising for for years, like these Zoom yeah. calls. This is probably a more efficient way than me driving over, you know, to somebody and, and visiting. Um, so I think we're we're learning a lot about how to create efficiencies, um, yeah. and so this is a, a, a probably a way to to have any small business person. Think about wow i can do things a lot more efficiently now um, so that's one thing that that sort of comes to mind um and i think also different things are going to emerge right one thing about entrepreneurs we're more creative right you have a creative audience great ideas are surfacing now because we have this downtime and people are going, Oh, right. So, uh, an incredible number of entrepreneurs will be developed out of this, out of these moments as we're, as the Google people and the Facebook people are (laughs) at their house, right? All these smart people, creative people. I can't imagine all the different ideas they're going to surface because people have had a little bit more time on their hands and they're not out, um, at the bar or, you know, at the sporting event and, or, or you know, wasting time. They're like, Oh, I'm going to use this time productive. I'm going to, you know, that type of thing. So I think that there's something good in that. Uh, mm-hmm. I know for us also, uh, my family, I have a really very close family, and but we're all going our own directions, but I think families at some level, uh, it's escalating the, uh, the the bonds uh within families and it's also escalating i heard on uh, rob's show the other day it's escalating the uh if you're not getting along with your spouse or your significant other and now you guys have got to live in the same house right it's escalating the uh the breakup as well so yeah I think <laughs> i've I'm heard that too i don't know if that's good or bad i shouldn't comment on that but uh, it seems positive that everything's just happening a lot more fast forward um, and a lot more efficient
0: yeah I love that. I think that's very true. Facing um, facing it head on, you come up with solutions, <laughs> whether they're breakups or entrepreneurial yes. ideas.
1: <laughs> I um, love that. Let me see. Okay. Um, Madeline, do you have any more questions?
0: No, that was super helpful. Um, This is good for me to hear for sure. So I know it's going
2: to help our audience. Well, thank you. Um, And then... Oh, sorry. I, I just think that us um, having the right mindset of like, look, this is a growth opportunity for all of us. Even at pain, on the other side of uh, pain is always uh, some growth, right? You, have tragedy. you come out on the other side, whether it would be my son in Afghanistan or this, or, you know, I was, I lived through the 2008 crisis. It's like, you always come out on the other end with lessons learned. We can't see those yet, right? It's always in our, in the rear view mirror, as hard as it is now, the lessons and the bright spots of this, and how it's like where how we discover who we are deep down inside will reveal itself in six to twelve to eighteen, maybe even twenty-four months, and it will be like, oh, you know what? I would have never met that person. We would have never done that. You yeah, know? you're going to discover this down the road. I know you will. I, as an old man, it's like I always look back <laughs> at those tough times. And be like, there's always a silver lining. As tough as it is, and even if it's just making us tougher.
0: Um, something that I liked what you said earlier was it's, you can't do anything until like you're calm. Like you have to make sure you're coming from a a place of basically stability. Um, it's, so that's something that entrepreneurs um, need to hear especially in the beginning stages Um, I think we get really stressed and anxious and um, we're doing everything on our own so we put the stress on our shoulders and we don't think about how mentality is just as important in your business as um, like the rest of the business stuff so what's something that you give uh, that you do or can give advice to entrepreneurs um, Mm -hmm. to help them come from a place of stability
2: I can think of a couple things um, and right now I think we all have a little bit of alone time so that's that's one that's kind of easy right now it's easy to yeah. sort of meditate or you know but you know what i think the other thing too is you need some downtime alone time but i also think we need time with our inner circle so i really think i hope for everyone that there is somebody or some small group of people in your life that make you feel a little bit less afraid. And I think if there's one thing that's helped me through uh, crises and keeping my mind uh, clear, it's like ha- I've been really fortunate to have a very close knit inner circle. And so these deeper relationships have been um, something I've been lucky enough to be able to have or build over the course of years. year. So I have that. That's very, very common for me. And I think the other thing that for me that's been disrupted, but I'm, I'm trying trying to get it back. So I, I love to do CrossFit. I'm a, you know, I've got CrossFit across the street. Um, I, I, I do a lot of that stuff. And when I, when I work out really hard, right, you get a good sweat on When you just leave it all out there. You, it's like uh, cleansing in its own way. Um, for me, that's been disrupted because the gyms are closed and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I've sort of had to develop my own um, way of getting physical exercise. So I would mm-hmm. say, it, 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 there's nothing like going out for a run or something like that, that, uh, you know, you come back clear headed cause you're sweating and maybe, uh, panting a little bit and like, huh, you always feel a little more clear headed after you've uh, worked yep. really hard. So I think if you haven't got yourself into an exercise routine, um, that's right for you, this it might be time to do that, right? It's a good yeah. time. You got downtime. Yeah. Excuses now. I mean, get outside and go running around or something. Go, go do a bunch of air squats. I mean, it'll good yeah. Enough that you know air squats will kick you. your butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they will. <laughs> kick, even kick your own butt. Uh, or turn on the TV. There's our on you guys YouTube. Uh, you know, YouTube some exercise program and and yeah. do it. Uh, and then I think you. We always feel a little better after we work out.
1: Yep. I agree. That's great advice. Have you ever played this or that before, Mark?
2: This or that? No, I have not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Never, so I'm not on the you, list. I, didn't, I can't remember. I, it I didn't was.
2: Remember
1: it. So, <laughs> so it was, I just didn't list out any of the things I was going to oh, ask you okay.
2: about. Um, let's, let's
1: play. It's a surprise. Okay. So you have to pick one of the two choices. Okay. Wine or beer? Beer. Beach or mountains? Beach. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Indoors
2: or outdoors? Outdoors.
1: Uh, glasses or
2: contacts? Hmm. Uh, LASIK. I LASIK. Okay. I used to be, I used to be, I used to do both contacts and glasses, And but oh, contacts hurt your eyes, glasses yep. hurt your nose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's like... Okay, I did LASIK. Best decision I ever made in my life. Love it. And it was 20 years ago when they first got it, and I still, I can still see. Oh, that's
1: but awesome. Glass. My mom just got LASIK in both of her eyes, and she hasn't been able to drive at night for, like, the last 10 years. So since I got my license, and she called me the other day, and she's like, I can see at night now. I can see depth now. It's great.
2: It's Aww. amazing. It was, uh, if there's anything, you know, that's... I can be a salesperson for LASIK, and because (laughs) it was life changing for me, you know, at the end of the night, you got to put on your glasses and take out your contacts and all that. What a pain in the butt! Freedom. (laughs) Yes.
1: I say, well, uh, on the radio show that I found you on, it's um, the Rob anybody and Don show for our listeners. They always talk about a specific um, doctor who does LASIK, is, and I'm like, the way they everyone talks about, it I'm like, I wish I needed LASIK (laughs) so I could go over this. just so i could have the experience dr dreamy huh yeah that's funny um okay football or baseball
2: football i'm both though i love both i played both in high school i've coached both um i have to say football just because for a guy right there's nothing like hitting somebody <laughs> that's Legal. right you Legal. mentioned you were Legal Legal. To oh, hit somebody. so guys we have this frustra- you know we have uh, pent up uh, I don't know what it is whatever we gotta hit somebody <laughs> whatever you got it just feels good now they say you're not supposed to do that you know because concussions and stuff but between uh, you know I can tell you there's nothing like the game of football
1: Yep, doesn't stop dudes from playing my partner feels the exact same way he played in high school and he's like the man it felt so good to just mow people
2: (laughs) yes i love it
1: what um level did you coach at were you a high school coach
2: i coached high school and uh and youth uh baseball and um and football so um in, in football i coached um up to kids that were like freshmen in high school and stuff. And eight okay. And stuff. But, uh, business, you know, it didn't pay the bills. And, uh, you know, and now I'm coaching entrepreneurs. So it's, uh, it's a, <laughs> a little more of a financial upside if I, <laughs> yes. if we do a good job. So
1: my, my yeah. dad coaches a high school team currently, well, not right now, but um, yeah. he coaches an eight man team actually.
2: Oh, okay. Smaller school.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? Cool. Yeah. Really small. Yeah. Um, okay. Salty or sweet.
2: Mm. Well, I this uh, I'll say salty because I I like I love cookies, <laughs> I, um, but um, I've decided the coronavirus had me thinking to myself I have to quit doing sugar so that that's my like my latest thing is no added sugar so my wife is making cookies with. Zero sugar, right? We're using applesauce instead of whatever. We're using ingredients that are slightly more healthy. Uh, But I love junk food, and but I'm I'm trying. I'm a reformed, you know, cookie eater. No, well, I'm eating cookies, but they're you know, it's not like a you know, store. I love cookies.
1: Um, Okay, and then llamas or alpacas?
2: No, brother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> can i say my favorite uh, yeah
1: you can I'll, say, I'll say
2: i'll say llamas i guess or camel Anyway, i'll say camel
0: Camel, camel nice you. pivot i like that love <laughs> it
1: <laughs> um i mean where can people find you on social media
2: um uh, my if like on instagram at the mark haney or social uh, like linkedin at the mark haney um and then uh, a lot of people go to our website, Haneybiz.com. Um, You can kind of get me there, but if you want to reach out to me, you can message me or, you know, come on to one of our little uh, hanging with Haney things.
1: Yeah, that's cool. And you have a podcast, right?
2: I have a podcast. It's the Mark Haney show. So you can get that on um, whatever SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Perfect. righty. Do you have anything else you'd like to add?
2: No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm proud to be on your show and thank you for reaching out to me. And, uh, yeah, thank you so one, much. Hopefully we helped one person. It was something. Yes. It's yep. So anyway, yeah. thanks for spending some time with the old man. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a pleasure, Mark. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Chance. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right. You bet. <laughs> Bye. bye. All right, that's a wrap. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. You can find us on social media at Creative Banter Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and you can email us at creative banter podcast at gmail.com. You can find our website at creative slash podcast. Bye! Bye. 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 bye.